This podcast is rated off the wheelness. Explicit fucking content. Welcome, wrestling fans, to episode 40 of the Basement Bookers podcast. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to us, to download us, and support this podcast. I am Basement Jer, and with me, as always, is the one, the only, Rich the Riz. Here for episode 40. That's right, Rich. 39 episodes ago, we started this thing. We had no idea what we were doing. We still have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> we're getting there. Together, we're just walking around with blindfolds feeling around in the dark. Yes. Like in a blindfold match. Hopefully there's some Divas ringside or something. Something. I just imagined us in a blindfold match trying to find each other. I we're just like feeling around opposite ends. I really I hate blindfold matches. It's only funny when the ref gets killed. What was your first blindfold match? The first one you remember watching? Oh, I tried to block them out. I think it might have been ECW, uh, Dreamer. I don't even know if I'm making that up or not. <laughs> I have no idea. You might not be. But the first one I remember was a WWF one. It was Jake the Snake Roberts versus Rick the Model Martel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was done. That's the first one I remember. Blindfold matches, it's a bad, dumb gimmick. I mean, we know you can see through those fucking masks. Yeah, but when you're a kid, it's like, that's why that's that's the one that sticks with me. Yeah. I didn't realize how absurd it was. Because I was like, oh, they can't see in there. (laughs) How do they fight each other? They're going to get hurt. Someone's going to get hurt. Shit. You must have sharp senses. You know, smell. The smell the guy. The face. Alright. I was about to say the face should always win that match. But when faces win, they should always win by listening to the crowd. Be like, like, stand, yeah. stand, stand in point and turn in a circle. And then when they say, when they say, yeah, you come back to that guy, to where you're yeah. pointing. And of course the heel's like, why are you cheering? He has no idea what the fuck's going on. The heel should always win when by. When you be able to listen for the direction of the cheers. Also, because yeah. that means he's they're still it's the guy's still looking at him. That too, yeah. It would stand the reason. All yeah. right, so they pointed him towards me. Yeah, but he doesn't necessarily know that. Oh, I mean, probably because I mean, directly he doesn't see the guy fucking spinning. In I guess circle. it depends on how he's being booked. Yeah, like if he's smart enough, if he's a sharp guy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, he, yeah, heel's always gonna peak. Yeah, that, the heel has to. It's it's the law. Exception being. If Eddie Guerrero's a face. But you know Eddie Guerrero yeah. will find a way to peek. Did they do that? I think they when did. he was a face? They might have. Was him versus Kurt? Maybe. I don't know. Because um, I actually sent out a tweet. Uh, my favorite SmackDown segments were always with Eddie Guerrero. Especially with Kurt. I like them again. Yes. I mean, what a fucking fantastic pairing. Yeah. Well, it's been an interesting week in wrestling. To say the least. Indeed. Especially in the world of podcasting. Hey, we almost know something about that, right? Almost. Just remember, folks, of course, we are rated R for realness. Right. Just like the disclaimer. As always. Alright, so. First thing we'll talk about in the NRB this week, speaking of the podcast, is the Austin Vince interview. And... Um, I, I just want, I'm just hitting the highlights here. Um, he apologized to Punk for, uh, him getting his severance papers on his wedding day. 
Uh, he said that the HR department and the legal department, you know, they, they don't know or care when Punk was getting married. So they kind of just went about their business. And it happened that he got his severance papers on his wedding day. Which was, that was a Sunday, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know, it might have been so, whatever. Um, I didn't check. So they were on the same page, and it was an unfortunate coincidence. Um, but he also said he's open to having Punk back, and he hopes to have him back. Um, Vince said he hasn't personally heard the Cole Cabana Punk interview. Um, as far as um, the issues between Punk and WWE, like the um, the whole thing, the whole shebang is... He says uh, he blames a lack of communication, just in general. Only thing Vince took from it is that there was cursing. He heard that there were expletives. That's what he actually said in the podcast. I, I didn't listen to it, but uh, I heard there were some swear words. That's pretty it's, much the gist of what he said. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that part. I was probably typing my notes up. Um, <clears throat> so that's the main thing I want to talk about. Uh, a couple other points. Uh, he said that uh, regarding Undertaker at Mania, it was his call. Uh, yeah, his call. it was Vince's call. But Undertaker, he he said he did want to make someone because he wanted to get back to the business. That's just the kind of guy the Undertaker is. I mean, fucking total locker room leader when he's around. Um, regarding Savage in the Hall of Fame, he said, "quote I'd say soon." Told you, which is good. Um, and... It better be before Sting. I stand by my opinion. I hear you. Um, and then the, uh, regarding the JR incident, quote-unquote, he says it was, quote, very unprofessional. Which, I still don't see how JR could really be blamed for that. Hey, man, it's water under the bridge. Yeah, I mean, like, going in, like, Flair was rambling like crazy, but... You're gonna cut. The only thing you could have done is to cu- is to cut him off. You're not gonna cut off the Nature Boy. That's yeah. true. I, I think he's a, he wanted him to have control of that. He he expect he expected more of him. I think I think no one expected Flair to fly off the handle the way he did, which wasn't really flying off the handle. He was just telling stories a lot. Yeah, a lot. But um, I think no one really realized at the time how like how serious an issue Vince thought it was because obviously it's live Vince didn't expect that either but he felt that something had to be done because it was supposed to be promotion for 2K14 and they really weren't talking about it, it was just flair telling stories you can see they fixed that right up with 2K15's little thing like it went smooth they put Austin in charge of that shit oh yeah Fucking used a sheriff. Yeah, he was cutting off Vince, too. He was like, answer the damn question. Yeah. That was great. He was trying to get more out of him, mm-hmm. you could tell. But he didn't want to spook him. Yeah. It's like a... You see a fucking animal in the woods. Yeah. You don't want to spook him. Um, a little bit uh, more fallout from the punk podcast. Uh, Ryback's response to punk's claims. He said that his comments were not accurate. Uh, that Punk never said anything uh, about him being dangerous to his face. Um, and he's, quote, uh, Ryback said, quote, What he said is not the truth. He wishes Punk the best, and he doesn't want a war of words. Which I think is uh, commendable of him. Because, like, he, like, 
He's saying, he's, he called Punk a liar, but he's like, you know what? He said that, whatever. I'm not focusing on it. I'm just doing what I gotta do. I don't know what happened. Me neither. I don't know what's the truth. I wasn't there that day. I wasn't there. Um, that's it. That's all I have to say about that. I don't know. I'm not saying someone's lying or they're not lying. Yeah. But, uh, you know, point is the guy was hurt. That's yeah, exactly. All he, he was that's hurt. all I really know. He was hurt. He was burnt out. Yeah. That that's that's the only thing I could take as gospel. Yeah. Because he knows for sure. It's his body. Yeah. You know, no one could tell him that he wasn't feeling that way. Except Doctor Amen. That, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> you uh, know what I mean. <laughs> we got more to talk about him later. But um. Getting back to Punk, we were all looking forward to um, the Q&A session that was supposed to follow the first podcast. Uh, it turns out that um, the email servers crashed. They got over 10,000 emails. Of course they got 10,000 emails. I tried I tried to email and I got a response saying that like the, just the shit's broken. I didn't even try. I tried. I didn't even try. I don't know why. I just couldn't. I wanted to get across... Um, because, well, like I was going to say in the email, um, what I want to get across to Punk. You could address this now. Yeah. You could be listening right now. I know. Probably not, but maybe. Maybe. Maybe Colt is. I'll get, and I'll get him the message. Anyway, what I wanted to explain to him was that, um, you know, I have been a fan for, of his for a long time. Uh, as soon as I saw his vignettes in ECW that were introducing him, I started marking out because I knew who he was. Um... And I, I just heard about him. I, I hadn't seen a lot of video, but I had seen some. And regardless. All right, um, blowing smoke up his ass. Gotcha. Not really. <laughs> it's not blowing smoke if it's true. Okay. Um, I think. I don't know. doesn't matter. You like him. Exactly. Anyway, so um, selfishly, I want Punk back. But from just from the standpoint of... Someone that has always worked for a living. If you're not happy where you work, and if it becomes a toxic environment, like Punk said, I'm happy that he's away from that. I'm happy he's happy. I wish him and AJ well. On with that. Um, but I also want to get across the point to him that a lot of, like, because they mentioned a little bit, more so in the second interview than the first, <coughs> um, that... Like, some fan, fans are getting pissed off at him for leaving. And what I wanted to get across to him was that it's not so much that they're pissed at him, they're pissed at the situation, because us as the fans, we didn't get any closure. Like, we saw Punk in whatever match it was, I don't remember. Was it the Royal Rumble match? Yeah, that was it, exactly. We, he was in the Rumble, he was one of the last four guys there, and then we never saw him again. That's, like... You took you took away my, my fucking my fix. Just completely The straight edge superstar is your fix? Yes. Hmm. You took away my straight edge superstar with no warning. You know, there there was no retirement match. There was no if I if I lose I quit. There was no way for us to give him a farewell. And so it's not so much that we resent that, but it sucks. There, there's no closure there. And that was uh, what I think that some of the haters online are really trying to get across. Yeah, there's no need to be a dick about it, though. Exactly. I mean, that's 
I was going to say pretty much the same way I did. Yeah. Just now. No, I know. I'm just saying that a lot of people are just being dicks about it. I mean, yeah. we have that right. Mm-hmm. But. And he's like. And you like could, yeah, you know, you got your opinion. And punk, Punk's like, if you're a dick, I'll block you. That's it. That's it. He doesn't have to, he's not going to threaten you. He's not going to try and find you or whatever. He's just like, all right, you're a dick. Block. That's it. He doesn't even really stress it, which is good. Why would he? <clears throat> All right. So, getting back to the the the, um, the second part, we'll, we'll just call it part two. Um, he disputes the coincidence explanation that uh, Vince gave. He said he talked to Triple H on the eleventh, got married on the thirteenth. He received his papers on the thirteenth, which were dated the twelfth. So, what's what's going on there? That that seems like it's. Sort of A, B, C. Yeah, usually. Usually C after B. Yeah. So, um... A starts it. Yes. Generally. <laughs> Unless you're going backwards. Then A finishes it. Shit. This is too much. I can't. And then double A. Forget about it. Yes. Alright. Alright. So you are in and out of this. But, um... Next thing he, that, uh, next note I have is that, um, just regarding him and Del Rio's, uh, contract terminations, he says, and I'm quoting him here, you can't put a no-compete clause on an independent contractor. Which is what they are. <clears throat> right. And that's a very, very interesting precedent that Del Rio had issued overturned. If, uh, if Punk is able to get the same thing, even though he doesn't want it, but if he could... That would be fucking huge for the business in general. Because remember, you know, JR had the no compete. Uh, fucking everyone that leaves has a no compete. You know, my job, we deal with independent contractors. A lot of the drivers we have are ICs, mm -hmm. they're independent. And we're not allowed to tell, you can't fire them. You can't, you can't stop them from working for somebody else. Yeah. Because they're their own business, mm -hmm. their own entity. Yeah, you can't quote unquote fire them, but you could just not call them to work anymore. Yeah, you know, but you can't stop. Yeah, but you can't mm -hmm. be like you can't work here for ninety days. You can't really. Do yeah, there's there's fucking none. If that were the case, we'd have like a fucking forty percent unemployment rate. But if you sign a clause, though. But if but if it's not a legal clause, mm, I see. Well, That's the thing. Just ah, I see. Ah. <laughs> yeah, just having that in the contract, according to Punk, is illegal because of the nature of the business. And I think that's something that has to shift. I Interesting think timing with the debut of The New Day. I'm lost. It's probably the Jack. <laughs> you know, because the clause was being void would set a new precedent. Because the ICs, uh, you can't. The no compete clause is illegal. Uh -huh. It's a new day in professional wrestling. Yes, it is. Indeed, it is. Strange. I wonder what that could do to the future of the business. A lot. Could I think. we be podcasting episode eighty and being like, "This is the worst thing to ever happen." <laughs> How could they do this? <laughs> Very likely. Um, I think it was. I don't remember if it was Punk or Austin. Someone, someone said that basically um, uh, wrestlers can't unionize because 
uh, there's too much fucking paranoia in the locker room. Right. With the spot and everything. And if you unionize, then what are unions... Like, who are the unions going to fight for? Are they going to fight for everybody? Are they only going to fight for the top guys? Oh. And having a union at that point is only going to invite actual corruption. True. Because then, you know, uh, if you bribe the union officials, say, hey, push Rollins, you know? Yeah, just make him look really good. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. Speaking of, I know exactly how to make Rollins look good. Uh, put him in a matches with El Torito. Take the mic away. <laughs> That's it. I was thinking, while we were sitting here watching SmackDown, I, I was thinking to myself. I didn't. I didn't express it because I was drinking. But um, I was thinking to myself. I mi- I really miss the Shield. And of course, everyone knows I miss the Shield. If you've listened to this podcast ever, you know I fucking love the Shield. They were like the best thing going for a long time. <laughs> I'm gonna find it one day. <laughs> I'm leaving this in now. <laughs> Alright. Uh, that was the shield alarm. That's what I let everyone know. That this podcast is a pro-shield podcast. That's, for life. That is a watch. They have the alarm on. That you claim to know where... You have to know where it is because like, it seems like every week comes from a different spot. Now what he's saying is... That is the This is a Pro Shield Podcast Alarm. Only this podcast has that. Are you still not drinking? Yes. Okay. I have Red Bull. That's something. I know. I live on the edge. Straight edge. Sometimes. All right. Well, wait. I was saying something. Oh, I was saying that... Um, You missed the shield. I missed the shield. And I was like, the shield really did... What Heyman's goal always was in ECW. Accentuate the positives, which is they're all there in ring work. And they had the negatives. We didn't know Seth Rollins was that bad on the mic. Because we didn't see it just him talking Small doses. for three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had Ambrose being awesome and crazy. Then he passed, he, uh, passed the camera off to, to Rollins. Who talked for ten seconds. But meanwhile, we're, we're just watching Ambrose in the background being crazy. Walking, fucking climbing the walls and shit. And then Reigns is looking serious. You know, and he's they, like, believe in the shield. They had to turn Rollins heel because every time, as, when you, as, oh, hold on. All right. What I'm saying is, as you get to know him, mm-hmm. he's more annoying. If they were going to turn him heel anyway, it would have been his fault. Yeah, we would have booed the fuck out of him. Yeah, it's like, stop talking now. Like, Raw. I remember one thing I remember from Raw mm-hmm. is when John Cena came and shut down the computer, and Rollins is going on and on, mm-hmm. and then Cena goes, "What's your point?" Like, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Stop this now. Thank wow. you. You yeah. just praised Cena. I did, and it and it wasn't just his tag team skills. That's right. Which are. Fantastic. He did it again. When he's there, yeah. Well, when when he's there and part of a tag team, it's off the charts. Him on the apron, there is no better cheerleader ever. No. Fuck, fuck Kenny, fuck Mikey, and that Nikki guy. He never mounted. Yeah, came anything. <laughs> Wink. Right. All right, so back to the NRB. Sorry to uh, distract us there. Um... Uh, regarding the last thing about the Punk podcast, regarding uh, Vince's apology, uh, Punk said, quote, I appreciate the sentiment, but that was not a sincere apology. 
because he said that, you know, Vince should have come to him months ago when they were only, like, a mile away from each other. Ten minutes away, he could drove. Yeah, he, he, he could have just called him. Yeah, call him, text him, tweet him. He said, could do any of that. And it should have happened months ago. It shouldn't happen. The first time he apologized, shouldn't have been in public on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine a month. He really caught him. Yep. And just slightly related to that, uh, uh, Kane is apparently dealing with a growth on his back. Similar in description to Punk's. Well, could this be a staph infection of some kind? Maybe. Let's, let's get that man a Z-Pack, see what happens. Z-Pack all day. Z-Pack. On the good news side of CM Punk's life, he launched his own official store, uh, t-shirt store online. Where? Where can you get these? It is at ProWrestlingTees.com slash CM Punk. Support your local CM Punk. Yes. Got some, uh, some okay shirts there. One's got, a. Uh, to CM Punk, welcome, welcome to Chicago, motherfucker. Nice. And uh, he said in the interview, you, um, you heard. He got tweeted if you could change yeah. that. He's like, he's like, fuck no, man. <laughs> I like, might get that. We curse. That sucks, though. I don't live in Chicago. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, whatever. Punk's cool, I don't give a shit. I'll support him. <laughs> Alright, so. All of the podcast news aside... Good amount of news this week. Some big news. Uh, uh, at New Japan, blah, blah, blah. Hold on. Oh, yeah. At uh, New Japan's World Tag League 2014 event, um, AJ botched another Styles Clash. Again? Yeah, hold on. On this guy, Satoshi Kojima, which happened just days after he bro- um, Yoshi- after Yoshitatsu sold it wrong. Um, the guy wasn't injured. I saw uh, someone who tweeted photos of it. This was potentially worse. AJ looked like he fell backwards. Oh my god. Yeah, so like the guy neck was all stretched out. Was he of the All Japan nationality? Yeah, uh, Satoshi Kojima was the guy. They're bendy. He's lucky. (laughs) They're bendy. Yeah. Quite flexible athletes. (laughs) It feels like a like a bigger dude that's like built slower, yeah. probably would have killed him. Yeah. All right. Um. There is a an arrest warrant out for Heath Slater. Did you know that? I do know this, and I don't believe any of it. All right. I have Clem uh, would never do such a like such a thing like that. That's right. Clem. Clem is great. Um. So according to Fox Five TV, down oh great Fox Five. Atlanta, it's a little, yeah, probably the same shit. <laughs> um, Corinne Oliver, who was working security at a WWE event, accuses Slater of putting her in a chokehold and attempting to get her into an elevator with the intent of dragging her back to his room. She says uh, she alleges to have suffered damage to five vertebrae in her back. Uh, Oliver reported the incident to her supervisor on the morning of the incident and then waited nearly three months to file a police report. She claims that she waited for her supervisors at Allied Barton Securities to file a report, which they never did. She also claimed that other wrestlers witnessed the incident and did nothing to help her. The police report described the incident as, quote, simple assault and battery. Um, let's see, WWE attorney Jerry McDevitt issued a statement after the charges were filed, saying the charges were filed against Slater and not the WWE. 
There is a follow-up. This is all alleged. Yes. But it's an act, no, it's an actual follow-up. I know, but we have to say allegedly. It's not, it's not an alleged follow-up. It's a follow-up. I know it's a follow-up, but all that before is alleged. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Alright, uh, WWE's response. Uh, they released a statement that says, WWE has been advised that a misdemeanor arrest warrant has been issued against Heath Miller, a.k.a. Heath Slater. Clem! <laughs> but we have not seen a copy or been provided with the underlying charges. Once this information is received by WWE, we will take the appropriate action. No update from there. Uh, and then Slater said on Twitter, quote, The charges in civil suit board against me are completely frivolous. I am innocent, and these charges will be dismissed as soon as any judge hears the evidence. My attorney, Don Samuel, will handle this matter. Yes. Go, Clem. Use that 3MB money. Jeez. Get yeah, I don't know. Fucking Don Samuel. Yeah. I want it not to be true. So, therefore, it's a work. <laughs> so that was that. Um, interesting bit of news. Fans uploading images of Chris Benoit to 2K15 are getting banned. Good. Good? I don't know. Why? He's a murderer. He... If we exclude I'm not getting into this. I don't want to be controversial or but, anything. But if we ignore the last three days of his life, he was an absolute first ballot Hall of Famer. That's right. Undeniable. That's right. But that changes. I know. Do you know why it changed? What's up? WWE went public. That's why. It's the only reason. It's money. I'm not getting into this. Because this is about the good stuff. You're right. Alright, let's, uh, yeah, we won't debate that any further. Wait till I can fucking yell at you. Um, <laughs> you can yell at me if you want. Let's keep it real. Go ahead. No, no, I wasn't going to yell at you. Oh, okay. Are you going to scold me? Are you going to wag the finger at me? No, I don't care enough. <laughs> um, you know how I hate to give this fuck any credit. But according to Vince Russo, um, he said, Kurt tweeted me back today. This was after he did, it was actually after he did an interview with Kurt Angle for his fucking stupid podcast. Um, he said, Vince, it's all still unofficial, but I have no problem telling you or you announcing or you saying on your show that I'm going back to work for TNA. So, Kurt is apparently... Going to retire from pro wrestling in TNA. Oh, man. I would have loved for him to finish up and right where he belongs. But you can't have what you want. And leave it to TNA to give him the proper send-off. I'm sure they'll come up with the best storyline possible and provide the best entertainment value for you, the 1%. You're and right. I'm looking straight at you. I know. You, you realize he's... The opposite of Sting. Yes. <laughs> Sting's finishing up. And Kurt's finishing down. Yep. Um, I hear he's going to get a prominent spot in the TNA Hall of Fame station wagon. Right on that shelf. <laughs> they, right. they dust that shelf once a week now. Okay, good. I'm glad they do that now. Did they get a guy or... That's uh, whatever. One of, the, one of the knockouts. Some shit, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. Speaking of TNA, 
Um, Josh Matthews and Taz both confirmed on the Twitter uh, via conversation that he is going to replace Mike today. Who? Josh Matthews. Great. Like we announced last week, it was unofficial, it was a rumor now. I'm glad Josh Matthews has work. Me too. And I'm glad Mike today is going to be off fucking commentary. I'm sure all 1% of you... <laughs> you know. <laughs> you represent the 1%. That's not the 1% I want to represent. <laughs> I can't believe that I didn't fuck up that. I can't believe I didn't, I can't believe I didn't fuck up that. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I think this is good. That's great. So wait, is it going to be Josh Matthews and Taz? Yes. Wasn't that the SmackDown announced team at one point? Yeah. Holy shit. Good times. Yeah. Oh man, fucking... I'm just, I'm just picturing the RKO vines here in Taz. Look out, look out, look out! <laughs> or is it watch out, watch out, watch out? It's great. <clears throat> Alrighty, one more bit of New Japan news. They announced the unveiling of their own streaming service, New Japan World, which is going to be their version of the WWE Network. The cost of the service, which is available worldwide, is 999 yen per month. Whoa. Which comes out to about $8.40 a month in the U.S. That's not as catchy. Oh, uh, you say $9.99 yen. $9.99 yen. There you go. Uh, if for our Canadian listeners, that is $9.60 Canadian. Hey. And for those of you that weigh your money for whatever reason, it's 5.38 pounds of oh, cash. I think it's because they weigh it. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, their network will carry all the major shows, including the four or five big monthly shows that used to air on pay-per-view, the G1 Tag League Finals next weekend, and the big Tokyo Dome event, which in a sense undercuts Global Force Wrestling, we're offering the show via pay-per-view in America, at a much higher rate. Although, if you're uh, watching it on the network, at the, what do they call it, New Japan World, it'll be in Japanese, you're not going to hear JR. My God, shit. Yeah. Are they going to double where a guy goes, my God, in Japanese? I hope not. No, I mean, it... Oh, me, you do it like, my God! <laughs> Elba! <laughs> That's so bad. So bad. Um, my God! For me, here in JR, it's worth the extra money. It absolutely is. Because, I mean, also, I, for two reasons. First of all, I love JR. I miss JR on the announce team. Do you? Yeah, he makes everything sound better. Like, the, the way he puts it, um, the wrestler is making the music. He's the, he's the lyrics. I see. Right. Um. He's fucking. There's no better than him right now. Period. Um. And secondly, like I don't know what storylines they have going on. I don't know anyone's backstory. I don't know anything. Really about New Japan, the goings on there. I know it's in Japan. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Jr. JR is doing extensive research, uh, preparing for it so he can explain it to the U.S. audience. Of course he is. He does his homework. That's right. So, Speaking of homework, how's this exam going? Almost done. All right. <laughs> Alrighty, so, um, someone wanted to start something on the Twitter. Uh, Bully Ray, Bubba Ray, literally, mm -hmm. he said on Twitter... I'm the one who can defeat the one who put the one in 21-1. and one. 
And then, uh, and he tweeted that at Paul Heyman. And Heyman replied, Easy, Bully. The idea is to work with fellow Paul Heyman guys. Dissension amongst the ranks defeats the purpose. I saw that. So, yeah. be interesting. I mean, because Bob is still a free agent. Yeah, but Brock will crush him. Yeah. Like a grape. But, I mean, Bubba never really had a singles run other than TNA. Yeah, there's a reason for that. I guess he needs to grow. No, he, yeah, he was, he's very good. He ended Now up, he is, but he wasn't before. Exactly. He ended up becoming very good. Well, I guess we'll see. I don't think they know how to book him. <coughs> I mean, WWE. I don't think they know what to do with the new Bully Ray. Mm, maybe, maybe not. I mean, he's just a new Bubba Ray. I'm sorry, because they will call him Bubba Ray. Yeah, because they can. Um, just make him a fucking biker, dude. Like he wasn't Janet. Yeah, I don't like that gimmick. Yeah. Biker dude seems not manly lately, you know? It's weird. Underbiker? Underbiker. Cast of the 24th James Bond film Spectra. Spectra? Spectre. It's R-E. That's Spectra. Spectra. Spectre. Whatever, however you want to call it, whichever place you want to put the E and the R. Uh, the cast was announced uh, Thursday morning, and Dave Blue Tista is Mr. Hinks. Stop being a hater. Good job, big guy. He, he was great in Guardians of the Galaxy. It was a great movie. Uh-huh. I told you. You did. You know, if you guys listened back to a previous podcast, uh, Rich DeRiz was being a super hater on Guardians of the Galaxy, even going as far as to say, and I quote, what was the last time Stanley didn't cameo in a Marvel movie? He didn't have a speaking part. That barely counts. He doesn't have to have a speaking part. You know, you get paid less if you don't talk. A lot less. Oh, should we go back? Did you say... He doesn't even have a speaking role in I Guardians was of the Galaxy. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just, I'm just checking. I'm just, would you, you want yep. some? You uh, want some milk to no. wash down that humble pie? No. <laughs> okay. I don't eat pie. It's not alcoholic. Yeah, you you probably fuck up your stomach if you mix milk with uh, Jack and Diet Coke and right. Red Bull. You're fucking drinking this this mixture. And when I get to the bar, I'm gonna have JMO and Ginger. And then you go into the fucking bar. Holy shit! It's a birthday party. It's actually two birthday parties. I'm going to one. The wife's going to another. Okay, it's weird. Split birthdays. Later. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, good news for the E on Black Friday. They recorded its single biggest online sales day ever. I missed it. Drawing a 44% increase in shales on... Uh, in sales on... Shales. Shales. Shales sudden. Shales sudden. <laughs> you got... You segued into that? No. Oh, damn. Uh, damn. Damn. Uh, 44% increase in sales on WWEshop.com compared to last year's record-setting day. That's almost 50% more. That's ridiculous. Wow. That's... that's what a difference, man. <laughs> They sell also, that merch. Wait, they also broke records on Cyber Monday with a sales increase of 32% as opposed to last year, making it the number two biggest selling day on WWEshop.com ever. It's a lot of John Cena shirts. No. What? Uh, their five-day holiday weekend saw 39% uh, gain over the, uh, over the year. Uh, Dean Ambrose's unstable hoodie sweatshirt was the hottest seller. Yes. Which I want. 
And the WWE Monopoly board game was number two. Monopoly. Which I want. Fuck Monopoly. You're playing that shit by yourself, bitch. I'm not fucking touching that. Should I get WWE? Sorry. Ugh. <laughs> fucking flip the table over, man. Dude, not again. You know what? We can't play Sorry. Well, first you gotta do me a favor. What's that? I want you to pick up that Sorry board. <laughs> what? I want you to flip it around. Make sure you get the long part. Okay? It's very important. You stick that straight up your candy ass. Okay. Good. Way to fucking sell it, man. <laughs> Are you done with your book report? Almost. <laughs> How I spent my summer vacation? Two more, two more. <laughs> um, one of these, two, two more pieces of news. One's going to hurt me, the other's going to hurt you. Everybody hurts. <laughs> it, it hurts. It hurts right here. WWE has been working on their first promo video for the Ascension. The vignette was tentatively scheduled to air at this past Raw, but it's probably going to be held off until uh, the what are they calling it? Uh, NXT Takeover R Evolution. Revolution. No, they're, but they're, letter R Evolution. Yeah, they're saying R Evolution. It's stupid. Anyway. Um, uh, the production team has been working on it throughout uh, this past Monday with Kevin Dunn making several tweets. Uh, it's about to hurt. Well, I'm waiting. The Ascension will, report, uh, will reportedly have a look similar to popular WWF tag teams of the 1980s. Demolition or the Road Warriors? Oh, or both? I don't know. It's not going to be good. Now, why? Alright, you have this multi-million dollar... First of all, you got the facility. You got the Performance Center. Yes, you do. That aside, they graduated from there. They're in NXT. Which Fantastic. is its own brand. Uh-huh. They're successful. They're the most dominant tag team. They held tag titles for over 300 days, which is the longest out of any NXT champion at all. Because uh -huh. NXT's only been around for like four years anyway. This is true. They never mention that, of course. And they're super successful, and they're super dominant, and they're super believable. Why would you change anything? Why would you change anything? I'm going to save this. You know why? Because you think I'm going to like it later. Because, yeah, in like five episodes, or whatever it is, you're going to be like, you know what? I know I said it before, but this is great. I hated it before, but now that I actually see it, this is awesome. I don't think so. I hope so. And I get it. It's our, like, instead of our, our evolution. You're back on that? For NXT. Okay. Yeah, because it's their, it's their evolution. Yes. It's a separate. Well, I, like, I they're evolving. It. Yeah, but... You got it? I got it. All right. I know I have to break things down for you. That's Actually, that, that's this week, right? Is it? Charlotte's defending her title. Against uh, the boss. The boss. Got uh, a picture of her online wearing, I think, a Dolph Ziggler shirt. Cool. And is, is that like, as... in her natural habitat? This looked like she was wearing much less makeup than on TV, and still very good. Like yeah, that. good. She doesn't look like she's wearing a fucking mask. And I feel like an idiot because I finally think I figured out the ratchet thing. It's a it's a tool. I looked it up. Yeah, on. but like, because she said she has the shirt that says "I'm not ratchet." Not ratchet, though, but it's supposed to... You said rat shit. Oh. But, of course, they make it ratchet. Oh, shit. I thought it was like a tool or something. Well, it is a tool. She, she's... 
Yeah. All right. Fuck. But All right. Good. All right. I think. <laughs> All right. So yeah, and of course, Agent Neville versus Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn loses. That's it. He walks away. That's it. I see this going one of two ways. I mean, obviously. I hope but. he beats Adrian Neville. Yeah, one of two ways. Yeah. Really? You <laughs> can't have both outcomes? If he loses, I think he'll just come up. And if he wins, he'll just come up. No, because he'll have to oh. have a belt. <laughs> so it is one of two ways. Yeah. Shit. Alright. I hope he does win, though. He deserves a run with a title, brother. He does. I agree. But he deserves to be on the main roster also. You know what? Maybe he'll lose. If Think about it. I, I think he should come up because of the fact that Finn Balor, when he signed his contract, they said, you're not going to be in NXT long. So he's... If Sami Zayn wins the title, I think Finn Balor will probably come up before Sami Zayn. Hmm. It's a little fucked up. Uh, it depends on if he's ready or not. Yeah, we'll You see. think he's ready? Balor? No. Zane? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so don't come out. The cream rises to the top. Kind of catchy theme song, too. What does the game say? The cream always <gasps> rises <gasps> to the top. You need some oxygen there? You need a <laughs> inhaler? I was trying to do a Triple H impression with his drawn out promos. <laughs> I, the I, cream! <gasps> Always rises to the top. Uh, I, I failed okay. again. No, I, I, I heard you it. get it now? I heard, I heard it better there than the first time. I, I know. I, I knew what you were trying to do, but I was just... Was yeah. I, I almost got it mixed with fucking uh, Big E's new talking. That's great. Yeah, I was getting tired, though. And he's like... <gasps> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> All, right. All right, we'll get to that. I think you're just delaying your pain. Oh, I, I just thought... Because this last headline... I just thought we'd just talk about shit. No, we do. Okay. I think I think you're delaying. WWE officially applied for a trademark for the term Big Red last uh, week. That's so stupid. I'm not calling him that. I'm not calling him Big Red. I'm not. And you can listen to this again in 30 episodes. I'm still not going to fucking call him that. And if I do, it's going to be a mocking matter like, Big Red. Uh. It's stupid. I hate it. I agree. I know I sound like an idiot, but I really don't like that. It's Big Red. I mean... As long as he doesn't start chewing bubblegum, I think they'll be okay with getting that trademark. But that means that he can get sponsorship. Oh, we know where that's going to go. Yeah, he's going to wear a big red jumpsuit. And it's going to look like the gum. That would be so bad. And he's always going to be chewing it. I hate cinnamon. Yeah. I used to like it when I was younger for some because it was different. I only like cinnamon in my coquito. Mm. I like cinnamon on my oatmeal. I like cinnamon really only on my oatmeal. You know? Not too much because it could be... You ever had a cup of cinnamon before? No, you can't do that. <laughs> Good. You die. I know. I was just wondering if anyone's tried it and survived. Someone, someone told me recently like that like they were all stuffed up and shit. And someone said... Um, Drink a cup of cinnamon? No, have a teaspoon. That'll fix everything. <laughs> have a, te- a teaspoon of cinnamon and a cup of water. Alright. And like, all the congestion was all sorts Wait, of Wait, a cup of cinnamon will really kill you? Dude, a teaspoon of cinnamon will dehydrate the fuck out of you. Wow. Alright, don't fuck with cinnamon, kids. Don't fuck around with cinnamon. 
Ah, slam into the eyes. Ah, slam into my eyes. <laughs> no, oh no, I can't get. Oh, no, I'm blind. <laughs> All right, that's it for the NRB. Do you have? Uh, I don't see. Oh yeah, you know uh, uh, the raw stuff. Oh, uh, the raw notes. Uh, Monday Night Raw was a thing, <laughs> and uh, Monday stuff happened. Uh, it opened with uh, promo. Uh, it was the. The, the anonymous Raw GM. Yeah. And right. may I attention please fucking Cole and he's like he's all fucking like I'm the GM guy's voice and all this and then John Cena came. Mm -hmm. I was happy to see John Cena. Mm -hmm. So the laptop did his job. Uh, John Cena came out. He said stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, something something. Ziggler. Saved us, not for us to listen to a laptop. Mm -hmm. Went down, closed said laptop. Not violently. Not violently. He's like slowly, super slow, I guess, because they're trying was, to save was, money. Yeah, he respects company merchants. And he respects, respects company property, unlike Edge. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and everybody else. Yeah, and then uh, Mr. Money in the Bank, uh, Seth, please shut the fuck up, Rollins, mm -hmm. uh, heads to the ring and has everybody with him. I think, right? Yeah. Does he show up? The whole Except Big Show. Big Show comes later. Yeah. Um, is Mark Henry there? I don't know. I, I like, have doesn't matter, him. right? So basically, Rollins is all like, oh, you need to bring back the authority. And he kept talking. And Cena's like, what's your point? <laughs> I was like, thank you, John. Thank you for stopping this. It's like he was like, all right, I guess this is my cue to stop this guy. Very mature of you. Keep shit going. Yeah. You know, I can do that. Sometimes I can do mature things. Mm -hmm. So I did. I thanked him properly. Um, I think Santino was in charge of Raw? No, it was SmackDown. Oh, SmackDown. Who was in charge of Raw this week? Nine's GM. Oh, because it was Cyber Monday. Yeah. Because of the so Cyber we Monday. we were in charge, and I only saw like two things to vote for, I think. Uh. It was AJ's partner. Yeah. Which turned out to be Naomi. Yeah. Um, I voted for Natty. I don't think I voted. I didn't because I wasn't watching because I was working. Right. Uh, I would have voted. I probably would have voted for Natalia as well. Um, I don't even know who won that match. I think AJ won that match. Yeah, AJ and Naomi won that match. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to figure out what else was voted. Was it a Dean Ambrose thing that they voted for? We got somebody going, You fuck! You didn't even watch Raw! <laughs> listen, listen, buddy. I didn't watch Raw because I was working. And when I got a chance to watch it, I had to watch it mobile. I didn't have time to fucking write shit down. It's not my fault Raw wasn't very memorable. Yeah. So I didn't write that shit. I'm just trying to fucking muddle my way through the highlights of it. There weren't many. Oh, the tag team turmoil match, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Sarnas and Goldust out there. I think they started against the New the Day. New Day, and New Day eliminated them. Mm -hmm. uh, after that, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro came out. Mm -hmm. Tyson Kidd and Cesaro eliminated New Day due to interference. From the Dust Brothers coming back in. Well, it, was, it wasn't actually interference. It was a distraction. Distraction. They attacked. Yeah, Kofi's like. Yeah. 
And then he got rolled up. I was doing the whole Kofi yeah. distracted, moving, <laughs> flailing my arms. There's no video. And dumb look on his face. Oh. Yeah, you know, the usual. Uh, the winners of that match, Jimmy and Jey Uso. Right? Yeah, that was boring. Because everybody was surprised by that. <sighs> I want to say something about this tag team turmoil thing. Okay. In relation to the pending feud between the Dust Brothers and the New Day. New Day? That's that how it goes? New day? Yo, was that crowd weak to you? Yeah, it's Raw and SmackDown. It fucking sucked. What area was that in, man? I don't know. They gotta give away free Red Bulls or some shit. I don't know, man, because I'm looking at that first Raw and SmackDown, and I'm like, no one's excited. Like, like, are you watching Execution? What do you know? I don't understand. I mean, if you're a camera guy, why not go to the parts where, like, is the opposite side more excited? Because it's the whole time they film it facing this one way. Well, they, you know, that's the decision of the director. Mm. If the director doesn't notice, I mean, because direct, fucking directing a live show or even SmackDowns, a lot of fucking shit to pay attention to. Yeah, I guess. And of course, you know. Every camera has to be in a certain spot. If you're out of your spot, you're going to miss something. And you're going to get your ass fired. I interrupted you. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> the New Day Dust Brothers feud. They shouldn't have said anything about it last week. They should have started this week after the tag team turmoil. It didn't make sense last week. Now, there's a vendetta. It should have it just been... The New Day, the new debuting tag team, their first time in the ring, or second time in the ring, I should say. They eliminate the Dust Brothers. Dust Brothers are pissed. They get them eliminated. That starts a feud. I have no idea why the Dust Brothers were angry at the New Day last week. No idea. They didn't explain it at all. They were just complaining about darkness, which is... It's a little weird. Mildly, latently racist. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um... Correct me if I'm wrong. I will. <laughs> as, as you normally correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. does this confuse you as much as Eric Rowan somehow having a genius IQ and able to hand Renee Young or whoever the fuck he was talking to? Who was he talking to? I don't remember at all. Was oh, the, the finished Rubik's Cube? Yeah, then somebody handed him a finished Rubik's Cube for him to hand. It might have been Renee, I don't remember. Where were we? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. He's got, like, a genius IQ. Mm -hmm. he, he, he's a winemaker? Yeah. Why throw that in? I have no idea. And we still don't know why... We still don't have a valid explanation for you. Yeah, that's what bothers me. As like, I don't care about... Alright, fine, that's backstory. The the, the the winemaker, the Rubik's Cube. Wait, was was he was he making Bray Wyatt's Kool-Aid for everyone to drink? Is that what's happening? Maybe. Whatever. That's backstory. I don't care about backstory. Tell me why he's a face. Tell me why he doesn't like bullies. Maybe he was bullied. Tell me. Mm. Tell me. Maybe they need to tell me. They need to tell me. They're what? not telling me. What? You can't think for yourself? What are you, a sheep? Use your imagination. It makes no sense. Does it? No. They're not making a lot of sense right now. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But, you know, Big Show teaming up with his fucking... Yeah, okay, yeah. I don't... What, what are they doing? 
How many times are you gonna fucking make the big show a heel? Twenty-four, apparently. You know what they should have did? They should have wrote him off TV with the Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Okay, get about I don't know. Maybe Rusev made the splash on him. Double yeah. count out. Both sides lose their guy. Mm-hmm. You could do it that way. Have him come back with a Tyler Breeze type gimmick. <laughs> that would be a great way to freshen up you, Big Show. You were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Explain, explain to our listeners who don't watch NXT Tyler Breeze's gimmick and what you want to see the Big Show doing. Tyler Breeze is like a, a pretty boy. Like he trained by Lance Storm. By trained the way. by Lance Storm. That's right. Uh, he's like a pretty boy. He comes out with his with his with his phone and he's like filming himself. And it shows up on this fucking Titan Tron. It's not Titan Tron, but the big screen. Which is great, but I just want to say one thing about his entrance song. At the, at the beginning, like right at the very beginning, you, uh, you hear flash bulbs going off and some dude says, It's Tyler! It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, they chant, Tyler's gorgeous. It, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're, you're, you're pretty boy gimmick. Mm-hmm. And it was brought up because Rich was like, Oh, I have Big Show could grow his hair. But he lost a hair match. Yeah. When he was talking about all the matches he's been in on SmackDown. Yeah, because you mentioned that he didn't mention a hair match. That's right. He didn't mention a hair match, which he was in. Mm-hmm. And how he's not... He's bald on purpose. Mm-hmm. And how he could grow... A, and I was saying, if he could just come back and say, uh, I could bro, grow a beautiful, long, lavish, luscious mane, unlike <laughs> the rest of you people. <laughs> you know, just imagine Big Show talking about how beautiful he is. Uh-huh. And, like brushing his... His, his nice long hair. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. It'd be a great way. He can even clean shave. Mm-hmm. And just come back. Oh, that'd be better than stupid Fandango's new gimmick. Wait, and he, he could also per- perpetually hold it in his belly? Yeah, just hold it in. <laughs> or even that. He doesn't even have to hold it. Like, this is beautiful, baby. Look at all of this. You can't handle all this. The sexual show? Yeah. But better. Hashtag sexual show. Oh, dear. <laughs> Where did I see the hashtag sex show? I mean, I mean, <laughs> nothing. Moving right along. Yeah, I, I would never say I'm here to see the sex show when I'm going to a wrestling event. There's a lot wrong with that. There's plenty wrong with that. Unless we're talking divas. Yes. Divas. That being said, uh, Rusev beat up Zeb Coulter, apparently, which, great. That means they're bringing back the feud. I'm very happy about this. That feud never should have fucking stopped. Fucking ever. Yeah, uh, Jack Swagger, the real American, feuding with Rusev, the United States champion. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Somebody's doing something. Let's do it. This is how Rusev's going to get his first loss. If they work this right, that is the best thing they could do. It would elevate Swagger a lot. Who's motivated? Yeah. (coughs) I mean, I was... If they do that, then good for them. And it'll erase how they dropped the ball with dropping the fucking angle in the first place. The only if they one do that. who passed out in the accolade. He was not submitted. That's right. <sighs> fucking psychology. Please use it. You don't have to actually take a psychology course to be able to fucking write this shit. We're writing this for you. Come on, like, guys. Can, can you listen to our podcast and fucking write down what we say? And then make that your fucking angles, because this is better than what you're doing. I'm just saying. You guys are getting paid for it. We're not. I'm not bitter. This isn't sour grapes, to, to quote the pipe bomb, which he hates calling it that. 
Nice. Yeah, it sounds uh, douchey. Yeah. <laughs> I just I I don't I don't hear it used that often that term. I think Paul Heyman said it once. Um, I think it's because when the when the announcers say it, like I think sometimes Cole says. And that's because Vince tells him to. How's that for a pipe bomb? You, know? <laughs> you hear that in Vince's voice. Yeah, I don't hear it that often. Though. What a pipe bomb! Instead of what a maneuver. <laughs> If they ever said, what a promos, that would just like, it's like, what? Yo, do you remember if CM Punk said, what a maneuver, when he was doing, uh... Yeah, he did. Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's great. I miss him on uh, commentary. I miss Punk on commentary. I miss, I miss Vince on commentary for the fucking fun of it. Yeah. He spilled my Pepsi. <laughs> that started that John Cena feud right there. Yeah. That was it. It was over. Uh, <sighs> let's see, uh... Back to Raw. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We're talking about Raw. I'll get us through this. It's ama- it's amazing. You had, like, the entire two-hour CM Punk interview off the top of your head, but you can't remember a three-hour... Uh, just about. I was Raw. doing that well with it. You would... No, you were. Oh, thanks. L- listen back. It was very good. You were... You knew fucking every point. And you hit some shit fucking verbatim. Like, I never heard you use the term, uh, not my heel to die on. Yeah. I never heard you use that term before, and I'm like, oh, that's why. He's fucking punk said it 11 times. I listen to it a lot. Sid, <laughs> you know, there's nothing on it. Like, people left work, I put it on, mm-hmm. I'm listening to it. I really liked it a lot. I mean, that that was me with the pipe bomb. Yeah. Like, I'll go back and I'll watch that a few yeah, times. Cause, I don't know. As far as I knew, to me, that was real. John Cena, yeah. as you as you lay there in as much pain as you could possibly be in, I got a few things I'd like to get off my chest. Are you gonna go through the whole thing? No. Oh. Okay, good. Because I was gonna uh, hang on it. I'm, I'm, I'm watching I'm, you. I'm sitting on on the futon, not sitting on the floor, Indian style. We should do that next time. You just sit there, cross-legged. It's terrible for my back. Yeah, it is terrible for you. Especially with this fucking giant gut pulling forward. I know, I'm working on it. Gravity it's, and it's Jack science. And, you know? I'm working on it. It's Jack and Diet Coke. That's right. You're, you're taking a step in the right direction, sir. That's right. And we believe in you. And I'm not too winded after that one step, so I think I'll be okay. Speaking of mm-hmm. steps. Ah. Good they step. added stairs to the TLC thing. It's tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs now. Stupid. Is it annoying you that they keep referring to TLC as a WWE's demolition derby? No, you mentioned it. Like, I didn't pick up on it, really. It's because Lawler kept saying it. Because Lawler's from the South, and they have demolition derbies in the South. I guess. No offense to our Southern audiences, but we don't, we don't have demolition derbies up here. If we want to see a demolition derby, we hang out on fucking 86th Street for an hour. Yeah, that's a good plan. You, you're, you're eventually going to see something. Yeah. Just watch traffic news. They show fucking car accidents all the time. Pretty much. I like when I when I used to watch the news uh, for work or school back in the day or whatever. Um, when people watch the news, yeah, it was like tra- traffic report, accidents all the time, every highway, every day. Cause nobody can drive. Every rush hour. That's why I don't drive, man. Me too. Part of, part of it. Yeah, I'm terrified of driving. It's uh, it's a little nerve-wracking. Yeah, I've been in a couple of car accidents. <laughs> uh, we, we, I was there for one. That's right. What a fucking night. 
Dude, I meant... And it was like it was like really poorly edited that evening. I, I'm in a car. I'm in a hospital. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> like that. Shout out, shout out to Lou. He was driving that night and hitting the accelerator got us further away from the car that hit us. Yeah. So, thank oh, you. I do remember, like, is Jerry dead? <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing that. Sh- should, I, should I tell the story? I don't care. All right. So, we were stopped at the light. Dead stop. Traffic light. It was on uh, 86th Street and Bay Parkway, for those of you that know. Uh, Bath Beach area in New York. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. We were stopped at the light. Red light. Light turns green. Blue accelerates uh, through. I'm sitting shotgun. Jerry's back seat. But directly behind me. That's my spot. Yes. Now, as we start to go through the light, just like I was drinking, but I wasn't drunk. I glance over to the right, and I see a car halfway down the block. Driving up. You know, no big deal. That happens all the time, right? Cars drive up. I guess. <laughs> like, for whatever reason, I, I happen to glance and I remember that. So then, we're in the intersection, and I notice, like, the guy's speeding up. I'm like, well, this isn't going to be good. Lou sees it happen, and at this point, if he stops, we're just going to get completely T-boned and fuck us all up. Yeah. So he accelerated to try to get past where the accident would be to basically have to get across before the car hit us. Didn't work. We got clipped in the in the back. We do a 180. You end up um, the window shatters in your face because you had the, the the window all the way up. It was chilly. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the least manly thing you've said on any fucking podcast. There's still time. There. <laughs> oh, boy. You're not even drinking. What the fuck? Anyway. No so, need to. <laughs> so, car, car stops after doing the 180. Lou looks at me. He's like, you're all right? I said, shit. So, he said, yeah, you're fine. He looks in the back. You all right, Jerry? And I remember you're, <laughs> sit, you're, you're sitting there like this, just staring at your hands. And then you sort of just, like, fall to your side in that same position. And Lou's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I remember there was blood on your face because you fucking got cut from the window. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> that was interesting, man. Fucking life experience, man. And it's weird because I know, I think Lou called his mom because it was her car, her fucking Chevy Nova. Oh, yeah. I remember that there was uh, the one non-Buick he drove. One of the two non-Buicks. He also had a Firebird. Thunderbird. I don't know the difference. You lost? Firebird. It was a Firebird. You okay? You I'm back okay. on track? Yeah. <laughs> so I remember we used to make fun of the Pontiac. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of seeing bits and pieces also. I remember them coming to visit. Mm. They who shall remain nameless. Then uh, later on, uh, we were at the diner. We were fucking Petrinas. Okay. We were waiting for, um, I think a regular tow truck brought the car there. And then, like, we, we were in Petrinas. We ate and we were waiting for, because they had to get a flatbed because the axle was broken. Mm. They, like, they couldn't re- tow with a regular tow truck. It wouldn't have worked. 
So they had to get a flatbed. Fucking took three tries and send a flatbed. And I remember looking up in Petrinas. Because I had never been in Petrinas in the daytime because that just doesn't happen. Boy, they're not there anymore. And I look up and the ceiling is all sorts of moldy. Fucking the whole place. I'm like, I fucking, I got covered my drink. I'm like, that's pretty fucking gross. And we all look up and it's like, yeah, this place isn't going to be around much longer. And it's not there. It's a CVS now, right? Is that it? Yeah, that's that. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. I can't believe I remember that. I hate that CVS. I hate all CVSs, actually, but. Alright, let's not uh, alienate our CVS uh, lovers what? out there. All two of them. Anyway, uh, but yeah, that was a life experience that we shared. Big and nine. here we are. Mm -hmm. Episode 40, Living Our Dream. However many years later from when that happened. How long ago was that? You would remember. Every time I think about life and like years... And stuff. Mm -hmm. It blows my mind apart. Like I'm, I'm a I'm a time traveler in my mm -hmm. mind. Like I try to go back a lot. Like back to when I was younger. Like mm -hmm. times before. Like I'm trying to remember, like sensations and and like smells and feelings. It's fucking weird, man. <laughs> Too much time traveling. I'll hear it now. And speaking of the now. There was a main event on Raw, which saw, I think it was like a six-man tag. I don't remember. I think it was Ryback, John Cena, I'm sorry, The Ryback. That's right. John Cena and um, Dolph Ziggler. Oh, was it Dolph Ziggler and John Cena? Yeah, Dolph Ziggler, John Cena, Ryback versus three other guys. Probably Kane, Seth Rollins, and... Show. Show. No, Harper. Harper, yeah. Because I remember they had the wrong graphic. They had Big Show in there, and I'm like, that's not Luke Harper. I think the face is one. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Fuck Raw. I uh, wasn't prepared to fucking take Raw notes. Raw was alright, man, but there was no page. There was no page. There was no crowd, it seemed. Yeah, the crowd was so dead. And I don't know if it was because the, the crowd was dead, but... For me, it, like, even more so than usual, it was not a memorable Raw. Um, nothing particularly great happened. Obviously, nothing that I felt was worth tweeting about. The new Fandango sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Rose needs to see, show more skin. Sure. She should have another world. It's the same gimmick. It's the same gimmick. Yeah. It's the same gimmick, different ballet. Different, different song, music. slightly. Slightly, yeah. She's not that great of a dancer. Same finisher, even. Yeah. She's not that great of a dancer. Yeah. Oh, the lights go out. Oh, it's, it's fucking different. Oh, hold on. Let me put my phone light on. Oh, wait. No, that's the Wyatt. There's you one can't do that. Highlight there. Okay. Dean Ambrose got to Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dean Ambrose smashed Bray Wyatt's rocking chair, and Bray Wyatt was livid. Beside himself, even. And he wasn't laughing. No. Nope. Like a crazy person. He was legit. Shook, mm -hmm. as we say in the hood. Mm -hmm. He was shook. And that was a highlight to me. That was, great. Those two are awesome. For me, anytime Ambrose is in the ring, it's great. Anytime Bray Wyatt's in the ring, it's great. The two of them are having a feud together. It's 
It's like that that fucking meme where you see someone puking a rainbow. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what it is. And now it's time for SmackDown, which was actually pretty good this week. I thought pretty good. We had another dead crowd though, so that yeah. And live crowds, I know, especially SmackDown, it's rough because you you've already seen an hour of action before they start taping SmackDown because of yeah. it's the superstars. Super, there's superstars. There's uh, the other one. Isn't one of them main tape event. before SmackDown? One of them tape before Raw? I don't know. I haven't been to a fucking Raw or SmackDown. Either way, there's extra crap for you. Though. Yeah. So, but if you guys are dead, it's gonna come across on TV as boring. You're a part of the show for a reason. That's they're not just blowing smoke up your ass. Yeah, it's like You're part of the show. Yeah, lately it's been the exact opposite of the day after WrestleMania. Yeah. It's like like like. We had to, like, it was at the point where we couldn't ignore you. Now, your lack of enthusiasm, it's fucking boring us. Yeah, if you support a superstar, you should support them with your fucking voices. Because, according to Vince McMahon, he doesn't listen to Twitter, he, he doesn't listen to emails or social media, he listens to the audience. Right. You are instrumental in helping these guys. Mm-hmm. If you support and you care about a superstar, we, we together, we have to, we have to come together and we have to cheer them. We have to support them. We need to show, let our voices be heard. We need to let them know who we want to see in matches, who we want to see featured on the top of the card, who we want to have more time in the ring. And proof, it, it, it'll, it'll go to show you. Or... Some shit, whatever. You'll you'll see what I mean. They can't ignore us for long. <laughs> they're like they're trying. Like Dolph always gets a uh, really good reaction, and they're starting to push him. Yeah, you don't. You, you see what he says? It's because of you. It's because of you. Because that's what he's saying. It is us. Mm-hmm. We're the reason. Yeah. So if you go out there, you, you you buy a ticket. That's your chance for your voice to be heard when you go. Don't fucking sit there like a lump on a log. Lump on a log, right? Yeah. Or a bump on a log? Whatever, don't sit on a Either. fucking log. Because <laughs> then you're home and you see fuckers on TV that you don't fucking like and you don't care to look at. And you're yelling at your TV. That's counterproductive. Mm-hmm. When you have your fucking ticket, go out there and fucking show you support your superstars. I'm not saying you need to work. I'm just saying it's appreciated from those of you, from those of us that are watching at home. It's appreciated if you try. Yeah. New day? Come New on, day. Man. Yeah, seriously. Something. Alright, so... Anything. Fuck. Opening SmackDown, we had Dolph Ziggler versus Luke Harper. What a match. An IC Championship match. Before before the match, you said that... Because um, I, I complained about how um, Luke Harper now, when he's announced, he does this this thing where he, he puts his hands by his face and he brings them out and he does that look. You called it. It's like you. You called it his visual catchphrase. Yeah. So now it's like when you do that, when it's because when it's directly in reaction to getting announced. Come on, I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like when he, when he would randomly do that in a match. It was great. Yeah. Because it was like, random. Yeah. But now he just does it because he has to. <laughs> yeah. Now it, it, it's like you're not crazy if you do it when you get announced. Yeah. Fuck that. It's like, oh, cameras! I know the camera's on me now, so let me do it. No. Solid match. Um, I like Luke Harper because instead of the big boot, he'll yeah. kick you in the face. That's right. 
and I like how I like the finish. I like the low blow finish. Yes. I like that the ref was reluctant to call it because I think he was he not sure. No, the ref was sure. I think uh, I think this was uh, was it for the belt. Yeah, he wasn't sure if he should finish an IC match that way. Exactly. He's like, like was that intentional? It was intentional. <sighs> Shit, ring the bell. Yeah, you this know, it's a title match. We uh, wanted to change hands, but I got no choice. This guy fucked up. He broke the I, rules. Yeah, exactly. So I like that. Um, it didn't make either of them look weak at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, there was a ladder spot at the end. Uh, Harper, I'm not gonna fuck with the names this week. I think, as I fucked them up last week a lot. Um, Harper brought out a ladder. Aaron and Harper, stop that. <laughs> And he set the ladder up like sideways, like on its side, and he was went to power bomb Dolph into it, and he counted into a face buster. That was cool. And they they show the replay, and they come back from replay, and you see Luke Harper outside outside the ring, and Dolph throws the ladder at him. Mm. And I thought that was great. I think it was better that we didn't see Dolph picking up the ladder. Oh, you know, it made that better. They added the color. ladder was on fire. If they added color. I uh, can't do that. Yeah, nice. Maybe at the pay-per-view. They're not going to... And then it enrages uh, Harper. Mm. Like it enraged. And then he crushes. Oh, get it all, get it all in his beard. Yeah, he like enrages. And, you know, I get the that visual could... of a bloody Luke Harper pissed yeah. with his eyes all fucking... Mm-hmm. I want to see Luke Harper with a crimson Take mask. Take pieces of you, boy. I want to see Luke Harper with a complete crimson mask. And then dominate someone to finish the match. Yeah, that'd be great. That would put him way the fuck over. Hold out hope, man. There's still a shot. Cage match or Hell in a Cell or something. Elimination Chamber. Booking to the future. That's that's far away now. That's in June now. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Alright, so that was that. Um, Through the ladder with Luke Harper. That was cool. Then the former authority comes out. Um, Seth was talking. Now we know that's already a formula to put people to sleep. But before I fell asleep, someone has to replace Randy Orton on the mic. Yeah, before before I fell asleep, I had to wake you up, man. Yeah, Seth Rollins was uh, cutting a promo on Cena, saying how he's going to put him through every table, and he said he's going to have quote splinters in his butt. That's a quote. That was terrible. He said that intentionally on fucking TV. Splinters in his butt. His butt. That promo was splinters in my butt. Yeah, you're trying to... That's what you were doing. I'm like, what are you trying to pull out of you? Gave me an idea. I'm like, all right, well, splinters in my butt's got to be better than this fucking promo. I guess. That was so bad. You reminded me of what I've left out of Raw. For some reason, John Cena loses that match. He's no longer the number one contender. Oh, yeah, that. Uh, eventually, they're going to have to put the briefcase in that. They're going to have to add a stipulation on the other side. I've been saying this for a long time now. I think they might have screwed up because I think Cole was interrupted before he was done talking. He was. but um, I think that maybe they decided to just leave it out for now. Yeah, um, I think if, like, if they had decided to go with whatever was supposed to be said... Cole would announce it later on because Cole on commentary later on he finished basically just finished the statement but he still ended it at that point. Mm. They gotta add something because you can't 
something for something. You can't. Doesn't make any sense. He's not giving up anything. Seth Green's hosting next week. That means he's probably in charge of Raw. So he'll might have something. the idea. All right, good. And now, I, I have to trust Seth Green now. I have to rely on him. I like Robot Chicken. You love Robot Chicken. I do love Robot Chicken. I think I do. We should do have a splinter somewhere. Anyway. <laughs> all the tables that <laughs> Seth Rollins made me put my fucking face through. You know, tables cost money, right? I'll get you the tables. Alright. Uh, <laughs> so, I was thinking to myself, cause, and I've said it for the past few weeks, Rollins really hasn't improved noticeably on the mic. This person is not worth... He's not worthy of the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. WWE sees this. I'm sure they know it. I'm sure that's why they're really trying to make him. But I think they are ultimately going to uh, get the briefcase off of him. He is over as a heel, though. He's pretty over. He's pretty over as a heel, only mainly because he sucks. He's getting, like, Vicky heat. As long as... Uh, X-Pac. Like, yeah, like, like they're booing him because they just really want him to shut up. You sold out. <laughs> yes. Alright, that's all I'm going to say about Rollins for now. Um, and I had a moment to think there. I'm like, alright, Rollins is fighting Cena. I'm like, pay-per-views next weekend. I don't know who's fighting who. Oh. Because they're, they're like, okay, Ambrose and Wyatt. Right? Luke Harper versus Dolph Ziggler. Right, but like it's like don't tell me. I like I should be so interested you should in know all the story already. Yeah, I should be so interested in the storylines that I know what's going on. It they're like their shows aren't memorable past couple weeks. Ron Smackdown haven't been good. They just haven't been. Um they're not spending enough time on most of the storylines. I appreciate that um, the Dolph Harper thing is getting some time. I appreciate that Ambrose Wyatt is getting time. Um, and they are certainly making the most of their time. Um, Cena Rollins, I dislike Rollins on the mic so much that I really don't give a shit. Cena's gonna win. I know that. At this point, I'm, I'm just waiting for the end of that match to see what's, what's happening after that. Basically, you don't mind skipping this pay-per-view altogether. Well, I, I really want to see Ambrose and Wyatt, especially in... Yeah, that's, what, what that's a it? match to watch. Was that that's just a regular TLC match? Or? Uh, I thought it was... A, yeah, it's TLC. Because uh, there's like tables, ladders, and chairs. Yeah, and then you got Big Show and Rowan, Big Red, mm. in a stairs match. I fucking call it Big Red, god damn it. <laughs> a stairs match. So stairs match. By the way, that's so dumb. He's taking the stairs. He's like banging them against each other. Yeah. Stairs. I'm telling you. Yeah, and then get back in the ring. He's like, "That's what I do to stairs." Beauty show. Beauty show. Beauty show. Because he's beautiful. Oh. He has, like, <laughs> flowing locks. And he's always checking himself out. You know. Oh, did it that way. Should have done. It he's that always way. showboating. Oh, showing off? No, that's not Alright. Ooh, by the way, should bring his vest back. Yeah. yeah I miss his cool. vest. You know what you should bring back? What? The IC title. Yeah. Still not dirty. That's right. 
He's keeping it clean. He didn't lick it this week. Good. Uh, so yeah, I just had the brief thought of who's fighting who because this pay-per-view is terribly rematch under the title. Probably. Not announced yet. Oh. But, yeah. In a ladder match. Something. Make it a submission match. Mm. That's not the type of match this is. Submission match is like over the limit. I don't give a shit. Make it a... There's gotta be a, something. It's gotta be something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see Nikki ever being a dope able to do a ladder match. AJ can't carry Nikki to a ladder match. No. AJ is awesome. I'm not trying to say anything bad about it. AJ Punk. Sure. So... Then we had the New Day beating Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. Good. And then Dust Brothers came on the Tron and talked about darkness and... Yeah. I don't like them trying to make me not like Stardust. I want to cheer for him. I'm going to continue to do so. Despite the fact that I enjoy New Day. I think I like that he's changing up his paint a little. Yeah. Now it's red and gold. It goes better with his contact lenses. Yeah. But I, I, I hope he goes through, like, he, he does a few different colors. Oh, yeah, you gotta change it up. But he's gotta match the Mevlar. Yeah, of course. Someone called it, um, I don't know who was talking about them. Someone was, oh, uh, the New Day guys. Uh, calling it, what do they call it? Jumpsuits? Fucking, yeah. Spandex. Remember uh, John Cena saying that Seth Rollins wears entirely too much latex? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. This dude seriously does. Um, <coughs> then we had the New Day cut a promo right after that. And that was good. Yeah, you let them fucking talk. Good. Do Biggie. No. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm feeling excited. And we're going to do it. I said we're going to do it. I said we got the power. I said we got the power. It's great. It's like, I don't know. I love it. I know you do. I think it's great. Do you? Yes. All right. Keep it going. And not from any sort of racist standpoint or fucking... Uh, exploiting or anything. I think they're fucking entertaining. You know, I was thinking to myself, self, instead, self, <laughs> why not spend as much time trying to develop everyone equally? Like, uh, the World Heavyweight title, you have to pay attention to that kind of booking, right? Or whoever's at the top tier. You know, think Unless about you're booking every week, because then they make you ignore it. I know. Like, spend time Spend moderate time on everything, like the IC title program. Mm-hmm. If you're the champion, you should have a good storyline. Yeah. Anybody who's fighting champion gets a good storyline. It's also incentive for the champion to stay champion and continue to do better because he gets more TV time because he's the champion. And whoever's feuding with the champion also benefits from that spot too. Absolutely. Same, all championships should be treated the same way. Yeah, and all, cha- all championships... Um, should get, well, maybe the world title will get the most time, but every other title will get equal time. Yeah. Um, you can also do, realizing that Raw is three hours of TV, and you have SmackDown, because John Cena is not on SmackDown, you could spend a little bit more time on the heavyweight title program on Raw, mm-hmm. and since there is no Cena on SmackDown, you really don't have to spend that much time on it. Mm-hmm. You can move on and give a little bit more time to the other titles, mm-hmm. and the superstars holding them, and the challengers, if yeah. you want. It, make the title more desirable in each tier. 
Well, SmackDown had the U.S. title, the IC title, and the Divas title. And there was um, one of the Usos in a match. Yeah, I, I still feel there's not as much thought given. Of course not. On the rest of it, it's like, much like Mr. Punk said, it's, what's John Cena doing? And, and whatever the hell happens with the rest, happens with the rest. Yeah. It's like, let's get this, and then filler. Yeah, I think effort should be put into everyone. More than one person. Because what if, God forbid, something happens to that person? What do you got? Yeah, I think... um they should have one, maybe not necessarily one writer per division, but like break it down as the main event writer, the U.S. title writer, the IC title writer, mid card guys. You yeah, know. but like, and have separate writers for each segment, and say, just say, world title guys, anyone in the main event, they get like fourteen minutes of TV time. Everyone else. Eight minute segment for you, eight minute segment for you, eight minute segment for you. Go right. Would you agree that the superstar should have more input on the segments? Absolutely. They should work more closely with the writers because who knows the character better than the superstars themselves? The writer is kind of more writing the character and then the wrestler is performing should, the character yeah. but yeah there's like because if they're if they're really trying to make the next Steve Austin the next CM Punk and the next fucking um Chris Jericho whatever and the next Rock what made them big was that and you've heard it a million times if you've heard it once they're basically themselves turned up to 11 if the writer doesn't know the guy you get Seth Rollins on the mic yeah it's like having me write for you yeah. Well, I probably get it right, but you know what I mean. Like somebody who doesn't know you, like all right, this is what you're gonna do. Um, you're gonna do this, this, and that, and you're like, and you're gonna, you're gonna, more importantly, you're gonna say this, this, and that. It's like, eh, I don't want to say like, that. That's not yeah. something I would say. Yeah, or that's not something I would do. Or they, they should bullet point. They should say, you can go as far as this. You can't say this because we're saving it for next week. Yeah, you should protect your character. Yeah, there's got, there's got to be something. Although. I understand that they really can't give the uh, performers that much freedom because they they don't want any like they're really scared of people going overtime, right? Yeah, or worse, undertime. Well, I think you have your time. Use that time. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Here's what you got. Do it's a test for them too. It's a test. It's like what can you do with this time that you have? Yeah. Make if you make great use of this time. Guess what? We're gonna see you more. Here's some more time. Yeah, someone oh, said... Oh, you did great that time? Here's some more time. Yeah, someone said, maximize your minutes. I think JR said that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Fucking one of the best minds in the fucking business. Mm-hmm. Said former, that. former head of talent relations who brought us guys like CM Punk and Kurt Angle and shit. Randy Orton? Is that him? Probably. I the Rock, know. right? Was it The Rock? I think so. Yeah. That's Blue Chipper right there. <laughs> Was that Patterson? I don't remember what the documentary said. Patterson didn't bring in Rock. Mm. Pretty sure it was JR. But man. The Rock. Yeah. Okay. Patterson didn't bring in Rock. He did. No. That was JR. Alright. But yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I went on a rant. And Sorry. you know what? I'm probably completely fucking wrong. Who gives a shit? I'm a basement booker. <laughs> okay? I'm a basement booker. Uh, 
I'm not sitting here pretend. I, I am actually making pretend. I, I really don't know a lot. I'm just sharing my opinion. I, I mean, I'm sure we're the real business po- is more complicated than I know. We're a real podcast about a fake sport. <laughs> fake? It's fake? <laughs> you didn't know? Well, the fucking bumps are real. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, I know that. Especially that bump on Kane's back. Jeez. Z-Pack. Well, we don't want Kane shit himself. Big what red, else you got for SmackDown? I'm sorry red. I derailed you. I like knocked your train off. That'd be a big red shit. Oh. <laughs> uh. uh. <laughs> Alright, so. Uh, after the New Day shit, we had. Uh, um, Ambrose and Rusev were supposed to have a match, but Lana um, had a stick up her ass and she didn't have a slit in her fucking skirt. And she could say what she wants. She wasn't showing the cleavage. And Something, Putin. Wyatt. Yeah, so Ambrose is going to come after them, and then Bray Wyatt attacked pretty much on cue from when you said, Here comes Bray Wyatt. <laughs> that was great. I was hoping they'd like surprise me and not do that, but hey. I was I was looking forward to an Ambrose-Rusev match. That, have they wrestled before? Not that I know of. Yeah, but like I said, when it was going to sound like, okay, here comes a yeah, disqualification finish. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Bray, you know, Bray came out, and then they had that uh, that spot with the chair where he put the the back of the chair into Ambrose's throat. I was like and then that shut, move. And then shoved them chair first into the stairs. I like that move when done properly. Yeah. You actually complained about the way Ambrose was selling. Yeah, it was kind of weird for me. It didn't seem. I don't know. I mean, when I when that happens to me. I do it a different way, you know, because <laughs> that happens every, can just we get, about every can day. Can we get a demonstration? Yeah, like, ah, <laughs> 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 Very good. Very yeah. believable. Thank you. I almost wanted to get Dr. Eamon to give you a Z-Pack. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was that, and, and Dr. Eamon did come out, and... Somebody oh, get this man a Z-Pack. <laughs> we, I, I had the idea for, um, if we're at a, at a show... And feel free to take this idea and Z-Pack run with it. Z-Pack chant. Yeah, fucking, anytime Dr. Amy gets involved in anything, just chant, Z-Pack, Z-Pack, Z-Pack. It'd be fucking great. Yeah, be his gimmick. They'll call him Z-Pack. Yeah, they'll just have a, a fucking utility belt with all Z-Packs in it. Yeah, have like sure with a giant Z on it. Or a fucking, like, bandoliers have a Z-Pack. Yeah, yeah. Um, or just, like, tossing them. Yeah, you, lo- you looked it up. Did you get a picture? Is it, like, an actual patch? What the fuck is it? I just looked up how to spell it. Okay. Z. You got the Z right, right? Did you capitalize? Shit. Okay. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so then we had Miz over Angry Usos. Didn't give a shit. Um, yeah, what's the deal, Jay Uso? Stop being a fucking hater. He's just trying to help your girlfriend. Maybe you're just a little upset. Wife. Your wife. Look at that. You don't even deserve to be married to her that I assume she was your girlfriend. <laughs> hey, look, pal. If someone was trying to help my girlfriend get a lucrative career in the entertainment business? Sure, whatever, man. You gotta trust your woman. I am a little suspicious of that business card that Miss handed her because it did have the WWE logo on it. Oh, I'd be careful. I'd be very careful. That was like I know that they're trying. They're trying to promote fucking themselves, obviously. But come, on. I would have rather seen a completely blank business card with the with and given myself the excuse that well. 
it, the camera is not focusing on the card, so I can't see what it says. As opposed to it being a pretty fucking blatant WWE business card. Not a fucking agent. The point is, Jey Uso's a hater. Or just have a blank card and just write, just scribble on Do it. Do something. You can print it. A WWE business card, really? Yeah. Why, why doesn't Miz have his own business cards? Even so, it's not supposed to be his. It's supposed to be a fucking agent. Uh, well, he should actually have his agent's business card. But it's not his agent. Oh. He said an agent. A and A. Okay. I can see that. Never to mind. quote the Miz, really? 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 It's bad. Fucking W... No, they should... No. No WWE logo on fucking agent business This card. is very confusing no. because from what I understand, haters love the Miz. Yet Jey Uso does not love the Miz because he hit him really hard in the face, allegedly. He's not really a hater. By the way, that was that was a uh, smack or a slap, whatever you want to call it. I think they call it a slap. Oh, it was a slap? Is there a difference between a smack and a slap? I think a slap is like a right across. Okay. And like a smack is like... Like a biff? Yeah. Okay. I think. Right. I don't have a lot of experience in that area. Either, thankfully. thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... Oh, yeah. That slap... First of all, from the first angle they showed it at, this is on Raw, um, I, thought it, I thought it was a punch, and I really, really thought it was stiff. Uh. Until they showed the replay, and it was an obvious slap, and then I realized why, the reason why I thought it was stiff was because he slapped the microphone, which obviously is going to be loud, mm -hmm. so that's why it, what made it seem loud. So, yeah. so that, was, that was actually well done until they showed the replay from the other angle. You know what I would have done? What's that? I would have done it more like the Charlie Murphy, Rick James. So that thing, bitch. Where like, you know, you know, the Miz is the famous guy, so he'd be obviously Rick James. Mm -hmm. and just making an actual slap and he'll sell it just like uh, Dave Chappelle and Rick <laughs> James did in the fucking sketch. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Unity! You just go straight down. <laughs> be great. You slap me, Jay. You slap me right in the money maker. <laughs> Where was missed out for that? It's a good question. Did oh, he was on the other. Oh, that's did he right. Sell it on the other side. Yeah, he was on the other side, and he did sell it. Yeah. All right, good, good, good. I think he fell into fucking Cole's lap or some shit. Sure. Okay. All right, so then we had <sighs> Naomi uh, beat Brie Bella. AJ was on commentary. Um, Nikki tried to get... Oh, by the way, Nikki was posing for AJ the whole time. Was it for AJ? I don't know. I appreciate it. Though. I personally felt like it was directed towards us. The basement bookers. Yes. Maybe. It's gotta be. Whatever John Cena paid for those uh, Bellas, thank you. Uh, but otherwise, AJ on commentary was very good. Um, Nikki tried to get involved. AJ stopped her and... What bothered me, what annoyed me, was the way Brie was pouting post-match. You didn't notice because you were on your phone. But I was tweeting. What I would demand an explanation as to why Brie is cool with Nikki all of a sudden, and if it's just a ploy. I, I understand that they don't give a lot of time to the Diva segments. The guys always get more time. They should have explained Rowan being a face already. 
the the fucking butler things up. It is, but they're friend they're, they're friends again. That's it. It's if over. I spilled fucking coffee on you, it's over. All right, dude. They're twins. They grew up together. For, they've been they've been sisters for twice as long as we've been brothers. Yeah, I get it. I watched Growing Up Bella. I suffered through that too. <laughs> I served my sentence. When we were little girls. I served my sentence. <laughs> I did my time. Okay? I did my time. It's like, you can't try me for murder again. Okay? Yeah. That's enough. I, I, I pay my debt to society. So, yeah, they're done explaining shit for the Bellas. It's just like, they're friendly again, whatever. I, I just didn't like repouting. Look, it was stupid. It was dumb, and Brie Mode is stupid. I hate that I song. I hate Brie Mode. I hate that song. I hate that she yells it. Remote. I just think so. of an of her as a slurring, angry drunk screaming that. Terrible. I hope I never get that drunk. Well, you're Dude. like Riz Mode. That would be better than. <laughs> I, I actually imagine myself saying Brie Mode <laughs> in a fit of drunken rage, and then falling through a table, <laughs> just straight through. Yeah. <laughs> And someone would be like, wow, he sold that shit. <laughs> He's not so Somebody call an ambulance. <laughs> uh, so that was Brie Mode. Was that a Brie Mode fart? Yes, sir. So we had our main event. Breathe it in. No. <laughs> Ryback and Rowan versus uh, Show and Rollins. What an interesting combination that was. Yeah, you said, that, you said that before. I find it interesting in that it's not interesting. It hasn't been done. Interesting in that it's different. Yeah. But I don't care. You don't like Big Red and the Big Guy? Versus the Big Show and the Big Mouth? No. Hmm. I wouldn't have been able to keep all keep all that straight in my head, so kudos to you. Thank you. I try my best. So, <clears throat> Tom Phillips, who actually got ribbed earlier for, um, he said something about, uh, oh, uh, the, the slammy voting starts at 9 a.m. Easter. Yeah. And then Cole's like, don't wait till Easter, do it now. And then JBL's like, don't wait till Labor Day, vote tomorrow. <laughs> I love those guys on SmackDown. I'm so, glad Vince doesn't watch SmackDown. Me too. So, Tom Phillips said something else. This this is, like, I... I, I can't excuse this. So Someone should have said something. Okay. Um, qu I'm quoting here. DDT to the skull of Ro uh, Rowan. What the fuck else would you DDT? Fucking DDT his foot. Hey, DDT his foot. Well, there actually is a foot DDT. I don't know what the fuck they call it, but I never heard it referred to as a DDT. It's, you know, the thing where you... You're know, supposed to tweak their knee or some shit. Oh, okay. You've seen painful. it. Like they, like, they grab the ankle you know what it in is? a headlock. I never kinda. think of it that way. That's why I never think of it as a DDT. Like, I, I, it's, see, it's like to the fucking letter... It's the same exact fucking thing. Except someone's ass. You'd have to have like you have to lock their. You have to be have like a ride. Yeah. All right. I think that's called a side slam. Gnarly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I DDT your ass. What? My ass? Literally. Yeah. So a DDT is the skull of Rollins. No. Don't don't do that. Putting up the X. Yeah, that doesn't work. Fucking mini Vince. He's trying, man. It's working. I'm. I. I like the guy. 
I think he's evolving, man. He's evolving into Vince 2.0. And he's got two great coaches sitting next to him. So yes, that's good. a wrestling god. Every week and he, no sleep till Michael Cole. <laughs> Every week he calls JBL, uh, what's he called, legend? Yeah. It's great. I had to correct he him. He is. I had to correct him. He's, a legend. he's not just a legend. He's a wrestling god. So the face is won after a distraction. The ref got distracted. And the he heels... the tag. The, yeah. yeah, exactly. The heels actually tagged, which I yelled about at the time. And then I, we, I saw what they were doing, and I kind of just shut up and let it happen. Um, the heels tagged. Ref turned back around, saw a show getting in the ring, and wouldn't allow it. Yeah. And, of course, that dis- the distraction of that happening caused Rollins to get pinned. I like that. That was different. That's another different thing. That's good. I mean, de- different is definitely good. I appreciate that they're trying shit, because that's the only way you can improve and evolve. Um... That part I like. The teaming of these guys, I don't give a shit about. You don't like Big Red and the big guy? No. I just call him it. It's not that I don't like I'm it. I'm not calling him that anymore. It's not that I don't like it. I don't care about it. Big Red. <laughs> big Red. <laughs> so stupid. So what do you rate SmackDown this week? Oh, I'll give it the Bret Hart 4 out of 10. 4 out of 10. No page. No page. What's the deal, man? I don't know. Oh, I I read somewhere. It's still just a rumor, but um, that Charlotte might be coming up soon. Oh, really? They're already making her WWE shirts. Hmm. Which is fantastic news. I, I mean, spend more time in NXT. You do? She's great over there. It's like I've said before. It's like. They, they take someone out of NXT, they come up here, they're not the same person they were in NXT. You know what I mean? I do. I think it'll be different with Charlotte. I hope it'll be different with Charlotte. I hope it will be different with the Ascension. But I hope that it'll be different with Charlotte because I think that will be a bigger fuck up. Because Charlotte just needs to be who she is right now. Because right now, she's Flair's daughter. She's over. Yeah. But... She like she doesn't overly uh, um, like promote herself as her father's daughter. Um, she's incredibly athletic. That whole um, thing that she does when she gets in the ring, the backflip into standing, that is so fucking smoothly done for someone her size. She's tall. Yeah, she is tall. The the. So her agility is off the charts, and I I can't fucking talk good about her enough. It's fantastic. I think that this is good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Are you looking forward to our evolution? I am more, more than I'm looking forward to TLC. Good. Me too. Neville and uh, Sami Zayn gonna be good. Is um, it a tag team title match? Yeah, I think it's... The flawed villains versus the guys. Lucha uh, Dragons. Yeah. I love those flawed villain promos. Did you see this week? Yes. The silent movie. <laughs> well, they always do the silent Yeah, movie. but this one, I forgot what it was. It's like the... the they were uh, dropping water balloons off of uh, top of... Uh, yes. The mayor's something or some shit. I like those. I hope they bring that gimmick up. Just keep it. They, you know, they might be 
holding off on Cesaro to pair him with him because for him and Aiden English could be could be brothers. Make, I said that. Like, maybe make a trio. Yeah, That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, because then he won't have to talk. Mm-hmm. Just only do vignettes. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Good times. Yeah. Well, episode 40 was great, Rich. Indeed. I wish I had a 40 to go along with it, but I fucking took my ginkgo below belief. Are you going to keep your plan a surprise, or are you going to mention it now so you can forget it later anyway, and I can replay this? And remind you that you forgot. Episode 62? Episode 62. If, and why if, is it episode 62? I had episode 62 to make up for me and I having a 40 tonight. I'm hoping to be able to survive having a 40 and a 22. And if you know your math, 62. Right. That's what that equals. Yes. So Together. Math. We'll, we'll find, we'll find a, few, uh, a few other... Uh, Numerical milestones in between here and there. I can't believe I didn't fucking think to have a 40. I was too busy thinking about my uh, Jack and Diet Coke. You had your priorities. Fucking $50 bottle of Jack. Jesus. Speaking of priorities. I'm halfway through it. We want to thank you for staying (laughs) with us the whole way round. It's been a nice ride. Unfortunately, this week was, you know, kind of okay. You know what I mean? Happens in wrestling. But, you know, we still love it. still good stuff. We don't. We won't not watch it. I can't not watch it. Can't. It's, it's my crack. It's in us. I am Basement Jair. On Twitter, I'm the same thing. Just to make it easy. Because I don't know what to call myself. <laughs> I guess I could use my name. Mm. But I don't want to. It doesn't matter. Um... And with me, at Rich DeRiz, we have a collective Twitter, uh, at Basement Bookers. Oh, it's got a Facebook page with the same name. Yep. Uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes, please. Um, And feel free to review. Five stars are preferable. (laughs) Or four. Even take three. But that's it. It doesn't go lower than that. tell Tell us what you think. Also... I think I am going to make a MySpace this weekend. You say I keep that. Keep saying that. You say that every week. I don't, I'm going to do it. Why the fuck not? You know, I don't give a shit. Because the more places we are, the more out there we are. Oh, we're out there, all we right. We certainly are. I don't think we need to. <laughs> I don't think it's possible for us to get further out there. Of course, we're also available on Stitcher. That's right. And Stitcher makes us sound gooder. Yeah, it's gooder or something. A lot more gooder. More more good? More good. They edit better than I do. I think this is good. Exactly. So until next week, episode 41. Have a great week. That'll be our uh, TLC predictions. That's right. And of course, that's always a great episode. Yes. The prediction episode. So hopefully they give us a little bit more to work with next week. And, uh... while you listen and write down all our predictions, we'll fucking do a scorecard and shit. Yeah, Rich will put the actual predictions on the Facebook page. I think I didn't do that last week. And the time. week, and the time before. I did. I did time before. Did you? You told me to. I, I think I just remembered that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to follow the bookers and take your fucking ginkgo biloba if your mind, memory is as bad as mine. Yeah. Uh, Don't forget. We don't. 
Listen, I'm not selling Ginkgo Biloba, okay? <laughs> it was fucking paying me. True. I won't even say what brand. Oh, I thought that... Good night! <laughs> <laughs>